and they become really, really, really sick, like uh, Estonian people are. 20 people a day die because of uh, lifestyle um, uh, lifestyle choices, eating, moving, stress management, so on and so forth. 20 people a day in Estonia. And there's just one group of people because these are the heart disease people, which could be avoided, but... Aloha, my beautiful viewers and listeners on the other side of the screen. My name is Krista Ralaxmi-Ditton, coming to you from beautiful San Diego, California today. I call myself New Time Coach. I believe that each one of us, we have a treasure box inside. And once we start to open it, we will open and start to manifest our inner fairy tales into this reality as our dreams on our terms. Today is a very, very special day here in Abundance in a, a Action podcast because we have a very special guest, Eric Orgo from Estonia. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, everybody. And, yeah. And before we jump in, I would like to introduce Eric because Eric um, in Estonia is considered as a celebrity, I would say, in so many ways, uh, has been active for many years. But Eric um, is a very exciting personality and a person because um, he has done many things and also experienced many things and also created many things. So he has actually been in uh, the industry of nutrition and health and also fitness for 18 years and seven last years have been focused on nutrition and psychology behind it. Um, he has also uh, uh, been living in England and even was a cook there for some time and has uh, finished uh, there um, a beautiful program called Premier Training International Program and um, uh, also has a fitness level uh, third from there. In Estonia, he has um, at the moment four companies and um, has been doing pretty good. As the statistics says, there has been also quite a big uh, profit being produced, So, uh, which is really um, amazing. Um, the clients who are also interested in what Eric is offering, uh, he has a beautiful app, um, how to live your life without the diet. So you can log in there and depending on the program, what you uh, choose, which starts from three euros, somewhere up to 10 euros per month. And you can also get some fitness um, uh, guidance there as well. So the clients are not only from Estonia, but also from European Union, Russia, Australia, New Zealand, Finland and Norway, and probably by this moment, as we record, also many others. So he's also very active in social media for um, uh, some of the platforms I can mention in Facebook. He has 41,000 uh, followers, Instagram, 19,900 followers and YouTube, 836 followers which for Estonia is uh, also quite many and big numbers. So, and one of the passion areas has been food and nutrition for the last years, and especially for young people and children, which I also personally think is very, very important. And also he has one of the few ones who has actually developed a scientifically proven and also uh, approved um, uh, a nutrition plan, which has been through a program in Center of Food and Fermentation Technologies in Estonia, which has been proven to influence the digestive health, uh, lessens the bad bacteria connected to diabetes or overweight. So um, it's also saying that Eric's nutrition and meal plan is full of minerals and nutrition. So this has been actually said by Katrin Karu, who I actually also personally know. So it's kind of funny. Um, uh, things one can find out. So um, welcome, Eric. Um, this has been quite a journey. And um, right now, uh, you are expanding your businesses to the global scale. And as you are doing this, what is your first step of focus or passion uh, when you are doing this global expansion with your businesses? 
Wow, that was a <clears throat> quite an introduction. <laughs> I, I start thinking about many things you said there, but uh, to answer your question is, my drive has always been and probably always will be to try and do something new, to bring something new to the market and uh, try to benefit um, people who I haven't reached yet. And not to, just talking about people who are struggling with their uh, body weight, but uh, people who are struggling with their health. And uh, it's been said that uh, a famous uh, Greek uh, philosopher, uh, Hippocrates said, uh, let food be thy medicine. But this is not actually the case. He has never said that, although it's been used widely. And that's that's my thing. I like to be very thorough with my things and, uh, you know, uh, base everything on facts and uh, research myself. And uh, But although he hasn't said that, I believe this is the case, that uh, a person should let food be their first um, line of defense or line of help if it has something to do with their health the problem they're they're experiencing experiencing whatever it may be yeah and um i so agree because right now as i've been living in united states for a while and um i've been following lots of different uh, nutrition and fitness guides and gurus here and also the numbers especially here in united states with diabetes and overweight are really crazy and in one of your interviews, you also mentioned that in Estonia, it's over 50% of people are already like uh, having the similar issues. And mm -hmm. myself, I just recently uh, went through a program in Hawaii, which one really beautiful person, uh, trunk trainers in Kona uh, uh, created, which was a six weeks program where we were following a special menu also a special uh, fitness program group uh, training three times a week. And then also we had a coach who was going through our things if our weight was uh, stopping and so on. And as I finished this six weeks, um, I realized so many different things I did wrong, even though I was already pretty healthy and did many healthy things and took really pretty good care of myself compared to maybe most people. I realized there were so many things I still did wrong. And one of them was that my food portions were really out of whack and out of balance. And also when and how I ate was really out of balance. And also my training, I didn't do smart training. I was training like overtraining. And then also I didn't do like, it wasn't diverse enough and so on. So as I went through this six weeks program, after I came through that, it became my natural way of being, like my new lifestyle. I couldn't go back to the old way anymore. And as I continued it, so last year, I lost altogether 15 kilograms and I went through 30 pounds or something. So, and uh, I continued this. And as in this process, I didn't like, um, you know, force it on my uh, husband, but my husband started to also try out some and suddenly I found him one morning doing crunches on the floor you know <laughs> so you have the influence so uh, what do you say um, as you have been now working with so many people um, with those issues where should one start like if you figure out like okay I've been really off track with my health and nutrition and fitness and so on where, where should someone start? And what would those maybe three first steps be? Well, it depends uh, where the problem lies. Uh, most cases, believe it or not, is just a matter of starting. This is the first thing a person must do. No wishing, no whining, no hoping, just start taking action. That would be the first thing. Because many people think they take action uh, towards the solution, but they're not actually doing. You know, if you have like a smoothie instead of diet, uh, diet, uh, uh, soft drink or something like that, you know, it, this is this is not what we, what I I would call a start. I would call a start uh, putting some serious effort in. So people should uh, definitely 
make this decision in their mind, then next they need a plan of action because otherwise, what you're going to do, you know? And uh, third, what they need is um, they need a goal, attainable goal. So this is all basically psychological. Everything is air, no need to do crunches, no need to chop some vegetables or whatever. It's, it's basically just all in there but this is the this is the biggest uh, biggest obstacle obstacle uh, for people in their head nothing you know you, they don't do anything because they don't do the work in their head they just pick up their phone or whatever and um, and do other stuff you know they only start paying attention when it's uh, when it's quite late already you know and uh, of course I'm not talking about all the people uh, at this moment. I'm talking about the people who are yet to do anything about solving their problem. Because many people are. In, in Estonia, over 12,000 people use my meal plan app. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm not talking about them. They've started. So, you know, it's good. But then again, we got 1.3 million people who are not doing anything. So, you know. And one of the things I personally felt is very important is that consistency. So if you add to everything what you mentioned here, consistency, then it turns into that lifestyle. And I think as I have understood, one of the messages you really try to convey with your meal plan is that, you know, once you get that consistency and start to also be creative and playful, then it becomes your second nature. Pretty much, yeah. I think uh, for me, it's it's actually <clears throat> it's becoming clearer, but it's uh, still quite difficult to understand how it is that people don't understand that good nutrition is as important as reading, or overall eating or moving, you know, uh, so I, I just don't get it. I mean, everybody puts gas in their car and everybody freaks out when they put diesel in a, in a gas engine or whatever. But uh, when a person puts uh, tons of junk food in, in their body, which is fuel, it's supposed to be fuel, I don't get it. And then they freak uh, and then, then they put the wrong something somewhere in a machine and then there's like, oh my God, they get they get nervous, uh, you know, they get all the negative thoughts, but regards to their body, <laughs> they don't care. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, personally have been part of your meal plan now for a year. So I have uh, followed it, uh, even though I'm here in San Diego. And uh, one of the good things which I really enjoy about it is that uh, I come from the background where I grew up with my grandmother who never actually let me cook or even try to cook. And then, of course, as I grew up in a Soviet Estonia, we had also shortage of many, um, you know, food items and so on. So it was a very simple diet, uh, so to say, what we had that time. But um, later in life, I started to hate food and I had like really weird um uh, connection and I also didn't like to cook because it it was it felt so complicated and and then I also had some food um, issues and nutrition issues and so on so now as I started to play with your uh, diet plan I was so amazed how um, colorful it was how uh, delicious it was and also the way you have set it up um, you have basically three meals and then you have this one snack uh, which is usually something um, healthy um, sweet stuff um, sweet means like using honey and like different things which which are uh, okay so um, what do you say now to people who come from that background as me uh, what would your first suggestions to be like if you have felt like awkward with food or you have been hating to cook and um, all of these obstacles like um, I just can't like how to do those like first steps to overcome those issues? Well, firstly, if it's in the past, you know, 
just let it stay there. You don't have to bring like the exercise we did in the beginning. Uh, I suggest that uh, maybe you uh, uh, you tell people how to kind of when they're breathing in and breathing out what they should be thinking about. So if it's in the past, you know all the things you said, then just leave it there. Make a, make a reset reset push the reset button and uh, and just start again. You know make uh, make a new connection with food and. Uh, and you know now is this present and see what's in the future just just let the past go you don't have to think about all these bad things uh, that happened regarding food or whatever you know it's uh, it's people people say this to me as well and uh, i've been used to you know I, somebody taught me to eat this or that way or that much and, uh, you know, I was doing it for 20 years. And then I say to that, okay, fine, you did it to 20 years. Okay, obviously, it's not benefiting you. Stop that and uh, start with the new thing and just leave it. You know, it's, um, it's a, it may be a bit hard to let go, but uh, you have to be conscious, or, uh, con- conscious of it. So you have to be thinking about it that I need to let it go. I need to, you know, push the, push the reset and, you know, go again, go restart the food journey mm-hmm. what really has helped me it, it's actually turned into this playful experience and i almost feel like as i work a lot with the inner archetypes of the inner man inner woman inner child i felt like my inner child was really having fun because now she was allowed to so so to say like play with the food so <laughs> different colors and different items i could put together and then these beautiful things came out like, um, you know, sweet potato pancakes. I had no idea that such a thing could be a thing or that, that that's a healthy thing, you know, and you can put even like sour cream on it. Like some of the things which you have in your diet plan, like I had cut completely out. I didn't have any of those small portions, but I didn't even have small portions of those things. And when I included them again, not only didn't I feel better, but also it was more fun because now, even though it was small portions, I could still, you know, have those tastes or things which I really enjoyed. And um, you have also talked a lot about this. Um, you try to invite people into this new lifestyle instead of them to suffer. And I don't think um, in Estonian we have a word uh, we use binama, you know, you suffer so much, like you go into it with, with the grit mentality and then um, it, it actually oftentimes comes out, it's not a sustainable way to go. So what do you say uh, to people who kind of hit that roadblock, um, they go into it and they feel they suffer, like how, how can they turn that around? Um what so i have to have to understand correctly what do you mean uh, they go into it suffering and uh, how, how is that exactly stopping them or yeah so if someone is used to eating garbage and eat, eating really bad food and then Junk they start food, to yeah. yeah and if they start to follow your um, guidance so you have a very specific uh, portion sizes. Okay. So uh, me, myself, also, I didn't have the food scale before. So I had to buy the food scale. And first, when I was uh, scaling the food um, and weighing it, I was amazed because it seemed like it wasn't much food. And I was like, I'm never going to get full of it. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to feel okay. But mm. the experience, of course, was that I felt okay. But then there were also those dependencies of those things, you know, um, I like, like, you know, potato chips or crunchy things. And, and then it was really hard to keep myself away from it. Or you have shared your story about ketchup, you know, uh, there's certain things which it's a little hard to get away from them. Um, and then it feels like suffering. It, it probably is oh, not really okay. like suffering, but but that transition, getting into that good habit of having certain times of the day eating the healthy food, um, how mm-hmm. what what would you say? Well, uh, to a person who's really suffering, um, I would say that um, 
you know, um, as the saying say, uh, tells you, if they're like really suffering, you know, one might say that somebody, they feel like they're in hell. So uh, somebody said, and I believe it was uh, Winston Churchill, um, so the uh, UK prime minister. Uh, so he said, if you're going through hell, keep going, you know, and eventually, you know, you will you will get through this, and uh, the closer uh, the closer a person gets uh, to the how do I say this now to the end, you know whether it's somebody who's suffering uh, because you know they they miss their chocolates and candies and chips and all that junk food, so or a person who's just a few kilos or few percentages away from their ideal body. To get to that point when you don't miss junk food, to get to that point when you have your six-pack, for example, uh, just the, the, the last maybe days or weeks or sometimes even months are the hardest. But if a person keeps going, they will get there as long as they're doing the right thing. And when somebody uses my meal plan, and I've had many questions about this, when people say like, oh, my kids, my husband, my schedule, my blah, blah, whatever, you know? So basically all these are just excuses. And then I just remind them, think about the reason why are you doing this? And then they're like, well, yeah, I want to lose 20 kilos or I want to get rid of my bad skin rash or whatever they say, whatever the reason may be. And then I say to them, okay, so you quit now and you, Keep go, keep keep being twenty kilos overweight, uh, avoiding every every mirror you see, you know every photograph you're in the back, so on so forth. You want to go back there, and then they're like, uh, no, and they and then they keep going until it becomes uh, a new habit. Old habit was eating junk food, weighing twenty kilos. New habit is eating healthy and weighing twenty kilos less. Simple. Yeah. I mean, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. It's simple yeah. and easy are very two different things. People think they get confused. Oh, I'm going to start a meal plan. Super easy. No, 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 no. Super simple. It's different. I tell people it's if it's simple what you have to do, but it's not easy to do it. You know, but you know in the beginning every, every beginning is hard you start learning a new language taking on a new hobby whatever it may be you think first steps are going to be easy no if it doesn't come naturally to you and i don't know to who comes naturally weighing their food uh preparing their food many times uh not eating uh everything around you all the temptations not giving in it's not easy for anybody People think that it's easy for me. No, it's not easy for me. You know, maybe we're about to tell, uh, talk about this uh, incident that happened in Estonia. So I do have my moments, you know. So mm -hmm. if you're going through hell, keep going and, you know, you will get through it. That's my, yeah. that's my message. Yeah, it is that consistency. And as I said, from my own experience, and I think many of your clients have had the similar experience, once it becomes your new normal, you can't go back because even now, when yes, you I... can, yes, you can, yes, you yeah, can. But... I've had many. I've had you talking about six uh, week program in uh, in my TV shows, which I've uh, done. Uh, I've been with people for six to nine months, and they lose. They don't. I mean, there's nothing unnatural. Uh, or extreme what they're doing there they're just doing what is right and then they lose 20 kilos 24 kilos uh, some even lost 50 some one guy even lost 62 kilos in nine months 62 kilos and guess what he looks like right now i saw him a few months ago it's the same yes no, as in as in the same he was before I started working with him. So mm -hmm. to that, what I say, and actually after that uh, TV show ended, he was in shape and actually actually got into a better shape the next couple of years, I think. So all in all, almost three years, you know, three years, mm -hmm. and boom, another put another three years on top of that. I, I believe he gained it much quicker than three years. So I think it all happened in a, in a space of my, maybe a year and a half, I would say. 
it comes yeah, back pretty so, quickly. Yeah, so it's in a way it is, I understand it's a relapse um, situation. It's like with anything else, like drugs or alcohol, uh, sim similar um, dynamics. Uh, what I wanted to say about my own experience is that when um, now it has become my new normal is like, if I have um, an overdue with something, um, then I will notice the difference the next day. Like if I overdo sugar too much, then I notice artificial sugar, then I notice the next day I'm like having a hangover. Then my body already knows like this is no good. And then I, I don't do it um, that way anymore. So of course people are all different, but uh, this is one of my experiences, what I've experienced that once you get that experience and it becomes the new normal, it is possible that you stick to it. But of course, every person is different. So, yeah. Actually, most people go back mm. to it's, uh, I would, uh, <laughs> it's not easy to say, uh, it's not pleasant to say, but most people keep basically, they don't yo yo diet, but uh, their weight keeps yo yoing because mm -hmm. they lose, they gain, but. Uh, and I'm talking big numbers. I'm talking 10 kilos plus change in people. So if somebody fluctuates within uh, up to five kilos of their body weight, you know, going up and down, that person is actually in a pretty good shape. No, not pretty good, but in a in a good shape, you know. But but most people, you know, women, uh, men, men more, women about 20 kilos overweight, men roughly 30 kilos overweight then they lose up to 10 kilos or so and then boom it goes back up, up again until you know years pile on and um, and they become really 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 sick like uh, Estonian people are 20 people mm -hmm. a day die because of a lifestyle um, uh, lifestyle choices eating moving stress management so on so forth 20 people a day in Estonia mm -hmm. And there's just one group of people because these are the heart disease people, which could be avoided. But yeah, it is what it is. 20 people That's a day. Very, very sad. So you mentioned about habits and I've been also researching and uh, experimenting with lots of um, different habits. And scientifically, I, I think in several places it's been said um, the uh, 66 days, I think they say, is like the minimum to reset or, or get the new habit going. What's your experience with that? Um, and what are the tips you would say people, once they get into this new habit of uh, movement and also nutrition plans, what would keep them there? There's what can no they magic, do? There's no magical, uh, magical timeline or scientific timeline. A person, there's no minimum, there's no maximum, there's just, you have to do it, and that's it. As long as you want to stay healthy, stay fit, you know, be in a, in a healthy weight or even a good body weight, you just have to, you have to track your calories. You have to make sure if you don't want these sugar hangovers, you can't eat sugar. <laughs> That's it, you know, or can't eat that much sugar. So a, a person has to determine uh, what they're doing and what it's producing, you know, and uh, there's no nothing. I mean, science, it may apply, you know, the study. I've heard it as well, although I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I never just, if, if I want something to be a part of my life, you know, maybe in that time I will realize that, okay, I've done this now for 66 days and I want to keep doing it. Uh, but, uh, but otherwise, I don't think it's going to miraculous, uh, just like by some magic uh, stick, once it hits 66 days, if it was that, I think uh, almost every person can uh, pull themselves together for 66 days and achieve the dream life. So that 66, I would have to do some research on it to know exactly what it is. It may apply to easier tasks in life. It may apply or maybe not apply, but maybe something literally happens in the brain. But otherwise, 
You just have to keep doing it. Forget about the 66. Might, might as well be 6,666 6, because, you know, that kind of comes closer to the days uh, that is necessary to do something to have a very good productive life during these uh, uh, days. Mm-hmm. Now, now you mentioned one really important thing which I have also personally been connected to and many of my clients also struggle with it and um, figured out that that can be the key. You said that if someone wants to lose weight or change their lifestyle, they have to figure out why. And um, I have been following also Dean Graciosi. I don't know if, if you know much of his stuff, but he said one of the reasons why he is working out so much and doing what he's doing and eating what he's eating is because he wants to be there for his grandkids. So he wants to be healthy, be able to um, have fun with them and be there for them and physically in good shape. So this is his why. So uh, what would you say about that? And do you have many, some maybe some suggestions if people are lost? Like, I don't know what my why is. Like you, you may say that, okay, more uh, more years to live but it doesn't connect to them so i say i say to that person that this is bs uh, if they say they don't know and what i tell these people if when they say that they don't know then i tell them it's fine uh that you say that because you're scared or you're not brave enough depending on a person I might uh, choose my words differently, how I express uh, that a person basically is uh, a coward because uh, they cannot say it out loud. Why? Because somebody might want to be in a better shape to get um, a partner for for themselves. And uh, they're so... Uh, they're so scared to say it out loud because of self-confidence and shame, which which actually is a big part of why people don't do many things, including healthy eating. They're ashamed because sometimes it requires to make, not sometimes, but most times, it requires to take different action from other people, you know. Sometimes it, uh, and that can mean... uh, ordering a different thing when you go out to eat, maybe not ordering something, maybe not drinking, uh, maybe bringing your own food. And people don't do that because they feel shame or they're scared. And the reason why everybody knows that, and I have a way of getting that uh, information out of a person. First, I let them tell the, I, I let them to tell why to themselves in their head. And after five, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, I'm going to come back to that why, because I know that person has said it. I'm going to make them feel comfortable. And then they say it out loud. And then I get the reason. And the reasons usually are pretty much the same. They're not so much different. So a person always has to have that why in their head, but it's very difficult to say it out loud, even looking in the mirror, let alone talking to you, talking to me. It just takes some time. They have to say it in their head. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows this. But they're scared or they're ashamed to say it to another person and sometimes even to themselves. What are some of the whys you have experienced people have shared with you? Uh, Why they want to get into better shape? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's appearances, mostly. Uh, And these are the people who have the... Because when a person comes to me and they have a reason like spending time with their grandchildren, uh, when a person says, or their children, or or somebody has a health issue, then there's no problem because they're scared of the problem more than they're scared to say it. But uh, people who say that they don't know they know, and mostly it's vanity, mostly. And it's not a bad thing. Why shouldn't we look good and feel good? Why? Why not? You know, but good can be normal. Nowadays, uh, even, even if a person doesn't have, uh, you know, stomach hanging over their uh, belt or, or skirt or whatever, 
or or their arms are nice and thin. Uh, that's that's rare nowadays, you know. So, but that's normal. And normal, how often do you see these days? Not so often. Look at what's going on in the world. When somebody says something, it's just like yeah, this is not normal. But it's getting so much attention. So it's the same way. What happens with uh, people and their bodies? Uh, it's um, vanity is number one reason uh, taking out uh, children, grandchildren, and health issues. Most people, it's vanity. They're awesome. just they're like my friends are pretty and I'm fat. You know, this is this is what it is, and. They feel shame, you know, and that's why they don't start because they're feeling something else. They're not feeling that excitement. I'm going to get in shape. They're feeling shame. And, you know, that feeling, that feeling that I want to get in shape and this is shame and it's coming from here and shame is blocking, you know, that signal to get here. So to activate this, it's, uh, it's such a crazy, it's such a, crazy crazy um, way that all this works maybe some people even don't understand this right now but uh, but this is why I, ha I have like this incredible success with people who I work one-to-one -one with because I know what they don't know about themselves you know and I get them to you know open up and then start doing the things that uh, that for example, start feeling excited about weight loss. You know, I get rid of the shame or or the the, the fear. I get rid of this, and then you know, the the journey can continue to this excitement feeling. Oh yes, I get to do all these meals. I get to bring my own food. I get to go and exercise, and then later in a month or two months or six months, I get to look great. You know, so all of this is blocked by negative feelings negative thoughts and what i do is i eliminate that negativity and show them the positivity but once i leave they can't handle themselves because this what i'm telling right now should be taught to a person at uh, quite an early stage uh, of their life as in in a young age because later you know they become dependent. They they get all these uh, other feelings and uh, different patterns in their mind, and it's very hard to change somebody. They say sixty six days. I haven't been able to change them in uh, six months because when I leave from this to this, that person goes. You know, so so yeah. Yeah, you mentioned now the importance of uh, children. And um, can you also elaborate a little more? Why do you think this is so important and why this has been one of your passion projects in Estonia? Because I see all these unhappy, unhealthy adults in my work. There's nothing awesome about my work in a way. The only awesome thing is I get to create and I get to help people. But every person who comes in, nobody comes in and says something positive. In the beginning, every person who comes in, they have a problem. They have a worry, you know, and uh, there's something there's something wrong. It's like, a, you know, I'm like a doctor, basically. I, I solve problems, you know. It's, it's 90 times, 90% uh, of the time it's problems. And then are these... Uh, success stories when somebody just writes to me on a, on a random day and says, hey, Eric, you know, I've been on your program for so and so long and I have these results. Here you go. These are the pictures. My life has completely changed. And this is the, this is, this is the ray of light, what I get, you know. And, uh, and this is, uh, yeah, this is the way it is, yeah. So how do you recommend um, adults who are parents right now to start to influence um, the way children uh, think about food or connect to food, um, eat? Um, yeah. What can they do? Like three simple they steps, can, what can they do? Take, no, there's no, actually, there's no, okay, uh, uh, I'll give you three. <laughs> First thing, and this is the most important thing, and I would like to actually stay with this one because this this is almost enough they have to be an example because kids are in a stage young people are in a stage where they're learning 
And if they're so learning, the, so the parents they have to have be to an be, example. Of course, the parents have to be example. Of course, of course. This is so common, common knowledge. I mean, I've had uh, parents come to me with their children and like saying, like, my, my help me, my child is overweight, and I'm like well, do you want some help as well? Because you're overweight as well, you know? It's like, yeah, no, no, it's no, no, no. He needs help. I was like, no, because he's overweight because you're overweight, basically, you know? Uh, so this is, this, is a, this is a big reason. No, no, something's wrong in the school. And then I ask, so what do you eat at home and what do you have at home? Well, I have the, 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 the. And I'm like, well, how don't you see this? So, so first thing for parents is they have to set an example you know, uh, and the, to be a role model and so on and so forth. Secondly, obviously, these parents need to eat right. And uh, I would say the third thing a, parents, a parent should practice with their kids is, uh, you know, activity as well. So just get uh, a parent has the first thing they have to do is realize that, realize and be the example to their kids. Secondly, they have to obviously do the right thing uh, because sometimes I've seen when accountants or, or whatever, whatever profession a, a person may, may have start to, you know, uh, act and uh, like, a, like a nutritionist. And I'm like, no, Jesus, please don't do that because you will distance your child from healthy food even further. And uh, sometimes, you know, kids tell me that, uh, so, for, so, so the second thing is, uh, basically, what I wanted to say is, when they start doing it, they have to make sure they're doing the right thing to their ch children, which means tasty food in a right uh, in a right uh, amount of food, and so on and so forth. And uh, and when the parents start acting like nutritionists, uh, and they're not, it actually goes pretty wrong because even a nutritionist, I think, should be able to put together some delicious recipes. And uh, what I've seen is sometimes um, a parent tells me like what they have their kids eating, and I think to myself, I wouldn't eat that. And then I I, I asked. Uh, uh, the son or daughter to come step away with me a few steps and then i was like do you like what mommy and daddy are cooking at home and they're like no it's disgusting and i'm like well yeah i mean <laughs> i have to agree <laughs> i have to agree yes i wouldn't eat that as well and then i just go back to them and they say like listen just take my meal pan you know pick the you both together pick some food that you know the kid likes and you likes and eat that because that's you know done by a professional and uh and yeah mm -hmm. that's and that's what parents have to do and activity you mean then physical activity they could do as examples even or walking. together yeah yes even walking doesn't have to be like some hardcore sports or anything like that even even just walking uh with their children maybe playing a game in order to even establish a physical connect uh, sorry mental connection as well you know trust and uh, having fun together liking each other so so even in that in in mental uh mental ways it's necessary and physical obviously as well and doing simple things it doesn't have to be like hardcore sports like i said just just normal so now to some this nutrition and health part kind of together here um, if we have now someone uh, watching this show and um, is like, okay, I should probably change some things. And um, what would be like the, so to say, maximum, minimum things they could do um, from your experience, um, you know, health-wise and movement-wise? So I've heard all these crazy things people say, at least 10,000 steps a day and um, you have to eat that many times and this way and so on. Uh, you have to eat every other hour, you know, <laughs> what you see, like the maximum minimum so that they get going. Mm -hmm. Well, if somebody wants to, you know, start moving, I'm going to stick with the 10,000 steps a day as well because that's close to 10 kilometers. And I think it's a decent uh, distance to walk and it takes decent amount of time and uh, it's normal to move that much. Uh, if somebody wants to start eating healthy, and uh, the minimum what they should do is eat right in the beginning 50% of the time, which means if, 
if, for example, a person eats three times a day, which is 21 meals uh, a week, they should be eating at least 11 times healthy, at least 11 times. The more, the better. So this is the minimum regards to eating. And uh, obviously, sleep is very important as well. A person should establish uh, with, you know, walking, uh, with eating at least 50% of their time uh, correctly, healthy. Uh, they should establish a healthy sleep pattern as well. But for all of these things to work, a person needs to prioritize. Uh, and I don't know why some people have their health uh, or their body in 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 the back of priorities list. I'm like, I don't get it. Uh, because okay, let's let's not put body there. Let's put healthy weight. Let's put uh, normal, you know, good well being, like as in every day to day life, uh, not having these uh, sugar hangovers and so on and so forth. And yeah. A person should prioritize. So I said three things, yeah? eating, moving, and uh, sleeping. But that requires some serious, you know, uh, reorganizing, on, reorganizing of a person's activities because, you know, we want to stay up late because, you know, nighttime is fun. We want to eat uh, unhealthy food because it's been marketed to us or it's really, really tasty. I'm not saying unhealthy food doesn't taste good. It tastes great sometimes. And, uh, I want to, and in regards to moving, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, I'm not going to take my car today. I'm just going to walk, you know, and, but maybe it's raining, you know, buy a treadmill. No, no, it's expensive. You know, I need a handbag. I need, uh, I need a mobile phone. I need a laptop. I need a tablet. I need, uh, I need to go out with my friends. So all these three things to get them right has, uh, to get them right, uh, a person has to make some serious changes, uh, changes to their life to have their moving, uh, moving schedule, eating schedule and sleeping schedule in a good place. It's not that easy. Yeah, talking about sleeping, what's your take on sleeping? What's what's the maximum minimum <laughs> here? Uh, every person should sleep as much as they feel that uh, is enough for them. I don't. Uh, and a person, I think, a person should be able to sleep whenever a person wants to sleep, even during daytime. We get tired. We drink coffee. We drink energy drinks, and we keep going. And then we wonder why are we, you know, suffering? Why are, is our health bad? Our thoughts are negative. All of these things. When you in, interrupt something as as important as sleep, I've uh, I've uh, lived my life. I mean, I've scheduled my life in a way that when I know that I want to sleep during the day or as long as I want in the morning, or as long as I want, uh, uh, as early as I want to go to bed in the evening, I can do that. Uh, because it, this is essential for me. When I, I, I can't imagine uh, living, uh, living, uh, living a life or doing something or being somewhere when in the middle of the day, I, uh, I want to sleep. I feel that I need to sleep and I can't. It's it's the same as I feel that I need to eat, but I can't. Or I feel I need to train, but I can't. I can put up with this maybe a week. That's it, though. Yeah, sleep, uh, sleeping and insomnia and, uh, is a really big new issue here in the United States. I, I've also done some research. Um, they have actually started to offer sleep therapy even in hotels where I was working also in Mexico that was like one of the most um, popular services in the spa sleep therapy can you imagine what is it <laughs> so basically people who have issues to fall asleep um, so they did um, different some some did uh, hypnotherapy and some went through like what they were doing in their life, like you said, you know, what they were drinking, what they were eating, um, how their schedule was, what they can change there. So it was like several things. But mm -hmm. 
it's like a new popular thing. So where can people find more information about you? Uh, the, probably the easiest would be Facebook because I believe everybody has a Facebook. So there they can just go to my uh, uh, official page. And uh, if they just type in my name, Eric Korgu, uh, just uh, Take uh, take that account where uh, it's uh, where it has over forty thousand likes. So that would be the right one. Mm -hmm. And through there, uh, a person can contact me and um, or leave a comment there. Up to them. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, that would be the easiest. And I uh, saw that your uh, meal plan is also possible to uh, be opened up in English, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so oh, so for, people... for that it's. Uh, so for that, it's very easy if a person goes to E-R-I-K-O-R-G-U, so ericorgu dot E-E, not E-U or nothing else, but E-E, or just do Google search on me and uh, it will come up as well. Just my name mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. So there are no limitations, expansion, here we come, ericorgu to the world. <laughs> uh, uh, like I said, I'm trying many things. But I think uh, in a year or two, we will we would have some interesting topics to discuss because I keep pushing uh, and developing myself and my uh, app. And uh, we'll see where it goes. But I have uh, many, many interesting projects uh, starting right now. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see. So uh, we talked also about the little uh, gift for our listeners and watchers. Mm -hmm. So we will set it up and then um, do you want to say anything else about it? I just want to say basically it's going to be my meal plan and uh, I want uh, people to give it a try. Just, just try it out and uh, see what happens, you know. Good things will happen. I can tell uh, that much, but uh, but just 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 give it a go. You know, try something different, and uh, and uh, you will get different results as well. Good, mm -hmm. I think. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Eric, so much for your time and uh, dedication to um, everything what you do, and also that you were here today to share your story with the world. It was such a pleasure and honor to work with you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And as um, we had uh, quite a long uh, uh, conversation, it's uh, probably going to be two different episodes. So um, when you see the first part, um, you will be very excited to, to see the second part. So uh, just check it all out. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe comment and if there is anything you would like to do to support our podcast let us know as well thank you so much and all the best and eat healthy bye. mahalo bye